good morning. It is uh, 10.07. It is Election Day. This is the Super Bowl for us, and uh, we are going to keep you apprised. We're going to be on the air through 10 o'clock tonight, off and on. Uh, we'll have uh, election coverage uh, from about uh, 8 to 10, at least. Uh, and, and, we'll, it, and it's faster. Radio is faster than television. We can move at the speed of lightning. Uh, television doesn't have that advantage. Uh, you want to keep us on whatever station you're listening to me on right now. You'll want to listen to that station. Uh, I'll be coming back on uh, tonight as well to talk about what is turning out. Find out if I'm right about all of my predictions. In the meantime, uh, I've got some audio here, Brian. Before I go to the phones, uh, I want to play this. But keep your finger on the button because I haven't actually heard it okay. yet. Uh, and it is uh, out of Maricopa County. <laughs> Can you repeat that? I can promise can you. Re- can you start from the beginning yeah. and repeat that? So what happens is we have two tabulators. One of the tabulators is not working. Okay. The other tabulator is taking about 75% success vote. So 25% of them are being misread. And it could be a printer issue. Um, or it could be the tabulator itself. So when it's misread, you have an option to put it into what's called box three, and it gets read, whether it goes downtown and gets read manually, or whether it gets refed in into our tabulator. You don't want to adjudicate. get read, no. okay? So no one's trying to <laughs> deceive anybody. Of course not, not on election day. That would never happen, right? No, that would never happen. So, so choices are, you know, you guys, sure. Wow. So apparently, uh, Brian, they didn't have enough time to actually um, check the machinery and make sure that it worked because they were caught off guard by this. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, so how there's things an election are. win today. Oh, my. Well, we'll, we'll rush some. Besides, the toilets leaking upstairs. Yeah. And we, we had to it's get a that, ma- that is a oh, huge water leak then. Yeah. You got to stop the count. Come on, people. All right, let me go to the phones here. Bill is on the line. Bill, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Thanks, Gary. That last uh, little snippet was uh, why it has to be a red tsunami. you got to get past the margin of cheating. <laughs> but the reason, I, the reason I called is very simple. You were talking about uh, Trump earlier, and I want to get your thoughts on this, but my, my rub with Trump, I like the guy, and I'll vote for him if I'm compelled to do so, but I don't think the guy's learned anything from that, that first four years in office. I don't think he's learned a damn thing. And the first thing he should have learned was to quit being that silly name-calling stuff that he does. Show a little statesmanship, show a little maturity, show a little bit of self-awareness, and the fact that you may have actually learned something from getting your ass whipped the last time you were in office. Yeah, well, people listening to you right now are going to say he didn't get his ass whooped. The Democrats uh, cheated. He, well, he did get he did get uh, cheated. That's absolutely true. But his whole administration, he was firing people. He had people working against him in his own office. Uh, he still, to this day, won't admit that he got rolled on the COVID thing, which set up this whole uh, election fraud that beat him in the, in the second place. So uh, my thing is, if, if, he, if he would show a little self-awareness, it would be a lot easier to vote for this guy and that he learned something from his mistakes that first four years. But it looks like to me he's going to try to run Trump 2.0 and uh, we're going to have that same catastrophe we had uh, in, in the last uh, the, the in his first administration. And boy, we just can't afford that. What I think you and I uh, 
don't particularly care for is uh, his mouth. I mean, he just yeah. says the damnedest things yes, and yes. gets himself in trouble, steps in it with both feet. Uh, but that's the very same thing that many of his supporters admire about him. I guess, I guess so, Gary. I guess so. But I tell you what, I, I think for the rest of us that are not committed to him fully, I think he needs to really kind of admit some things that he did wrong, which is totally against his character because he's an egomaniac. But it's completely against his temperament to admit he was wrong about anything. A man that will not admit that he ever asked God to forgive him is not going to ask for any forgiveness for his mistakes that he made while he was in office. Interesting take and an interesting question, too. I think I'll ask listeners. Bill, thank you. Thanks, brother. All right. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, interesting. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, Trump fans, and, and literally, and I explained this yesterday, the presidential election cycle starts tomorrow. Literally, tomorrow. In fact, it's already sort of bubbling up and has been for a couple of weeks, but it officially will start after this election is over. The next presidential election starts tomorrow. So, if you're a Trump fan, what did Trump do wrong? Is there anything that Trump did wrong? 874 did he misrepresent something? Did he uh, go in the wrong direction politically? Did he do anything wrong? Uh, if you're a Trump supporter, give me a call. 874-9390. Toll free 800-529-5572. Uh, Chuck is on the line on Donald Trump. Chuck, welcome. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter, but I'm not a Trump worshiper. Uh, I think he did mostly great, great job. But uh, the the thing that he did wrong was practically every time he opened his mouth, and and the fact that he's saying now that he made DeSantis, well, if that's a slam, then that's a slam on himself, right? Because he made DeSantis. So if DeSantis is is bad and worth ridicule, then so is Donald Trump. I think he needs to use his brain and close his mouth a little more. Interesting. All right, Chuck, thank you. I'm glad to have you on the Gary and Alicia. So my guess is guys like Chuck will vote for Donald Trump if Donald Trump wins the primary, and I think a lot of Republicans will. Uh, but the fact is that he it just he can't control himself. He seems to lack that ability. Uh, would Trump supporters admit that he's egotistical? And, and to a certain extent, anybody who runs for office is a bit egotistical. It's the I'm better than the next guy mentality. And I can do a better job. So you've got to have a little bit of an ego. But is, is his a little over the top? 874 Or you can go to GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. Todd says, uh, Gary, unfortunately... I wasn't able to vote this morning, but I will this evening. There's a couple of things that caught my attention. Rob Reiner stated that we won't have any, uh, any more elections if Republicans win. You know, why don't we hold people like that accountable? Really? I mean, the next time there's an election, we ought to go to, in front of his house and, you know, m mentally assault him for being the idiot that he is. 
Uh, you go on to say, uh, Todd, I've also seen people online say that Republicans winning will cause children to be killed. Yeah, we played that audio here. Both of those statements are obviously ridiculous, but they tell me that the Democrats are so panicked that they are resorting to an all-out nuclear attack on people's emotions. It appears to be an act of desperation. My projection is the Republicans hold a 53-54 seat uh, in the Senate. That's very optimistic, I know, but I have a pretty confident feeling it does take effort to be an informed voter. I wish more people understood and put forth that effort. Uh, well, you're, you know, your projection's not hor horribly far off. There's uh, one uh, Trafalgar poll we, we talked to about uh, this morning uh, where they said uh, they expect a six-seat victory in the Senate. Uh, let's see, Don, uh, after a very contentious run for the Republican nomination in 2016 with Trump calling Ted Cruz tail gunner Ted, the two of them were able to reconcile and work together to get things done. I have a few questions. First, if Trump and DeSantis were able to reconcile their differences and one of them moved out of Florida, do you think any ticket uh, the Democrats uh, could put together that could be capable of defeating a Republican ticket with Donald Trump as President DeSantis's VP. Uh, first, DeSantis running as VP doesn't really move the ticket. Uh, it is the president that moves the ticket, the presidential candidate. So that, you know, it might be nice for Republicans, a solid second place, um, but it would be Donald Trump's uh, ballgame. Second, uh, do you think the two of them could be persuaded to do that in view of the fact that it could possibly give us 12 years in which to appoint conservative judges to the Supreme Court and the rest of the federal bench. Um, no, I don't think that will happen. Third, do you think serving as Trump's VP would enhance or hurt the saddest chance of becoming president in 2028? Hurt, I would argue. Hurt. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, boy. Callers, hang on the line. I, we got a bank of callers, and I want to get to you as quickly as I can, but I don't want to be interrupted by commercial breaks. So hang on. This is the shortest break of the hour. We'll come back and chat with you. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. Interesting statement from a uh, voter in Pennsylvania who's upset about the date thing. Um, he's a Democrat, so I'm going to vote. It's not a question. Um, he, he looked at the uh, court decision as part of an attempt to block people from voting. I'm going to fight back. Multiple judges have ruled over the past two years that the mail ballots returned on time by eligible Pennsylvania voters should be counted even if they lack a date on the outer envelope. And that's part of the, that's, you know, you want to vote by mail, this is what you have to do. You put your date on the outer envelope. Republicans sued in October to reverse the policy, uh, uh, that policy arguing that it violated state law. Uh, last Tuesday, they won a favorable ruling from the state Supreme Court, which directed uh, counties not to count ballots that were missing or inaccurate dates. So the rules are clear. They know what they are. You're supposed to put a date on the envelope. It should be an accurate date. That decision triggered a sprawling volunteer run effort to make sure voters who had already returned their ballots knew that their votes would not count if they didn't take action. This is, this is a kind of interesting um, because this guy is upset that they might not count a ballot where somebody didn't follow the directions. Really? Ignore the law because you want to? 
doesn't make sense. It's the law. You knew what it was. These are the rules. Do it, do it right, and your vote counts. I don't know. All right, on Donald Trump, uh, did he do anything wrong? And is he a bit too egotistical? I'm just curious to see what Trump supporters think. Uh, and Gary is first in line. Gary, welcome. How are you? Hey, Gary. How you doing? All right. Um, on Trump, uh, he's de- I would definitely vote for him over any Democrat. Um, remember, uh, was it last week where they had 27% uh, of suburban white women uh, went from Democrat to Republican? Yep. If Trump if Trump gets the candidacy, those twenty seven percent are going to go back to the Democratic side. Well, they That's actually started for the most part on the Republican side, uh, switched, uh, and then uh, and now are coming back. And yeah. the curious thing is, if they think that the economy was good under Donald Trump, would they not stay with Donald Trump even if they don't like him particularly? I, I think they're all doing, I think they're doing it on feelings. I like this guy, or I don't like this guy. It had not, not his policies, but his personality. And uh, it's definitely, a, he's his own worst enemy when it comes to, you know, his personality is not for everybody. But I, his policies are, and that's kind of the way I, I look at it. Yeah, I think the women are voting the economic issues. I think they, they, might, they might hold their nose and vote for him. Even well, if they don't like I, hope, I hope you're right. It's entirely possible. All right, Gary, thank you. Thank you. All right, glad, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Marissa, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Thank you. Fine. Um, I was calling about Donald Trump. I am a Trump supporter. Um, I would rather see DeSantis run next just for the pure fact that Donald Trump does have a big, huge ego that needs to be knocked down a few a few places. Um, that's what gets in his way. He isolates the independent voters um, with his mouth. So if he could calm down his mouth and you know drill it back a few a few notches, you know he'd be okay. But he's just he's too much for some. Is that because of his ego? Is he just, or is he just? Yeah, uh, I mean. His, his Twitter needed to be taken away from him. You know, he just got out of control on Twitter. And, you know, his mean tweets, as people call them, you know, they didn't bother me, whatever, you know, let it roll off. But it bothered some people how mean he was to other people. Yeah. Um, if he could just be a little bit more diplomatic, he could do what he wants exactly. to do and be diplomatic. Yeah. Then he'd be. Uh, yeah. And that's. Yeah, I agree. All right, Marissa, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. What will Democrats be following people into the voting booth next? Well, it really feels like the next logical step. They're not content with just controlling the mainstream media and its messaging or perfecting the art of ballot harvesting. They want to federalize election laws to make voting less secure. And now, at least in one locale, they have a poll worker who is supposedly telling people how to vote. That, by the way, is illegal. According to education-centric outlet Chalkboard Review, the poll in the Indianapolis uh, suburb of Carmel, Indiana, was escorted out of an early voting site on Thursday after sources said he was pressuring people to vote for Democrat uh, school board candidates and saying the conservatives' candidates were racist. Well, that's ugly. Jonathan, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? 
I'm good. Uh, I'm also a, a Trump supporter and would definitely say that um, I get that most people don't like the way he talks and everything. But I am going to just make the point. I don't think that many people would show up to these rallies uh, in mass the way that they do if it wasn't for his personality. I mean, whether we want to admit it or not, I mean, the what he says gets a lot of attention. And to some, they they like it. He has a type of an image about him. I mean, you know, he still had that same hair that everyone made fun of for years. But <laughs> it's just, he's got an image. He's You know, and, and even verbally, he's just, everybody knows him for the way he is. You don't think he could tone that down a bit, though, and still do what he wants to do, still be... I mean, he... he and that this is... Yeah. this is. I disagree with him on trade and a couple of other things, but I agree with him on most things. But I also right. think that he is... He is not capable of, you know, disagreeing with somebody without getting too far out of line. I, I don't know how better to phrase that, but yeah, he can. Well, he, he could still be strong, and he could right. still rebuff assaults, but he goes too far. Right. Well, I'm prior Marine, and I kind of look at it like this. He's kind of like the Marine Corps uh, element of the branches. Um, when you're trying to send in some some hardened combat warfare, you send in Marines. If you want the the extreme intelligence and, and the best uh, best observations and everything, you would send in the Air Force. And they have completely different roles and missions. And I think he is just perfect for this swamp up there in D.C. And that's why they hate him, because he's just he just gets in there like the bull in the china shop. He's awesome. <laughs> All right. Hey, Jonathan, thank you for your service as much as your call. Appreciate both. Thank you, Gary. All right. Take care. Doug on Donald Trump. Welcome. How are you? Hey, Doug. I'm fine. Good. Yes. Yes, sir. My frustration is this, because every time you talk about Trump, nobody talks about what he did as president, what he didn't do as president. They talk about his tweets. They talk about how mean he is. And did he make mistakes? Certainly. Every president has made or makes mistakes. What were, what, give me an idea of what mistake he made. His biggest well, one mistake. Is, one is his mouth. He needs to learn how to close it. I mean, and I like the guy, and I would vote for the guy. And yep. He says stuff that just turns everybody sour, and I get that, but that actually has nothing to do with what he did as president. He was a very good president, in my opinion. Did I like everything he did? No. Did I wish he'd stay off of Twitter? Yes. But what did he do he that you didn't like? You said, he, you said he did some things you didn't like. What did he do? I he, agree with you. I'm not necessarily re agreeing with everything he did as far as trade goes. But cutting taxes, no deregulating, not getting us into a war, a lot of good things that he did that are worthy True. of mention. And everybody gets so focused on his tweets and his, everything else that they forget about what he did as president. So that's my point. That's my view. Yep, he makes mistakes. Yep, I wish he shut his mouth sometimes. But I'd vote for him again in a heartbeat because I think he's good for the country. All right. Do you think DeSantis would be good for the country? Absolutely. Love All them right. both. All right. Doug, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, you know, one of the callers pointed out these huge crowds that Trump generates. That's good for the Republicans. Uh, I mean, his people come out en masse uh, when he speaks, even in the pouring rain. Your call's coming up right after the news. You're listening to the Gary Nolan Show. It is the Zimmer Radio Network.
The Gary Nolan Show. That's the big day, Super Bowl. Uh, it is uh, 1035, Gary Nolan Show. We uh, were asking whether or not Trump's e- ego is, uh, is a bit of a problem. And, and Trump supporters can say, yeah, he did some things wrong. Um, and the reason we're bringing this up is Trump is about to announce that he is going to run again uh, for the White House. Uh, and as I've pointed out in the past, I always have to do this because Trump supporters never seem to quite get it. I am not anti-Trump. I'm not a never-Trumper. And I believe he did some pretty good things. Um, and, and perhaps he was better than uh, any Republican since Reagan, for that matter. Uh, let's see. Steve says, well, I like Trump and would vote for him again. He does not have the statesmanship of Reagan. Reagan had the ability to combat his opponents with wit and disarming charm. Trump, on the other hand, goes for the kill when he doesn't have to. If an 85-year-old lady accidentally hit his car, he would be the first to belittle her in a heartbeat when such tactics are not necessary. Finally, Trump brings out more people to vote against him than other candidates. Uh, let's go to the phones here and get some more input. We'll head to, uh, I don't know where Bonnie is. I think Bonnie is in Columbia. Bonnie, welcome. How are you? No, I'm in Centralia. Centralia. I haven't talked to you for a long, long time. Uh, when it comes to voting, I didn't vote for a rabbi, a preacher, or a priest. I mean, he's going to make, Trump's going to make mistakes. And that, uh, his tweets, that, that, that doesn't bother me. He doesn't have a filter. That is the least of my worries, and I'd vote for him again. Didn't you run for president at one time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think you could take the heat? Yeah, I could take or the heat. Or would you have to get out of the kitchen? No, nope, I could take the heat and did. Well, I've seen callers call in and go against uh, the grain a little bit, and you get uh, you can tell your feathers are pretty ruffled. So, Ed, if you had as many people as Trump did after you're biting at your heels, taking you to court and all that, you might get a little out of uh, sorts, too. So, <laughs> I think, you know, it bothered me because uh, I called in before the election, and it, it's just that I thought, you know, we're fighting communism, socialism. L- let's don't run him down because he did do, uh, like Doug said, we need to stress on what good he did. We also have That's to be all. willing to admit where his foibles are. I know he's got a big ego. So did Obama, and so did all of them. Anybody who runs for anybody who runs has a big ego. Yeah, that's right. We agree on that. You have All right. a great day. You too, Bonnie. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Rick, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you, Rick? Hello. Hi, Rick. Oh, yeah. yeah. How are you doing, Gary? I'm doing well. Where are you calling from? Phillipsburg, Missouri. Where is that? Now it's probably about ten miles west, north or southwest of Lebanon. Okay. An hour northeast of Springfield. Okay. Uh, so uh, on Trump. Oh, I like Trump. I mean, he's got a unfiltered mouth, but that's okay. I mean, he gets the job done. I mean, you know, economy was never better, and now we got an economy that's ever been worse. That yeah. I've seen, you know, I'm 62 years old, and I haven't seen it this bad since the 70s. You yeah, know? Was... And, I, and I and I was a young kid. I didn't know what, you know, bad economy was. You know, I just know my mom and dad, you know, struggled a lot. But, yeah. uh, you know, 
I went to vote just now, and our little township here of Pillsburg has 304 people, and I bet you there was 50 people there to vote. Wow. Uh, so, so, good. I mean, so that's that's a good sign, I think. And, I mean, I'm, we live in a pretty red area, I guess, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine anybody thinking that Biden has done them any good. Yeah, there are some Democrats out there who think it's none of this is his fault. It all yeah, well, just those people are delusional. Yes, <laughs> I agree with that absolutely. Rick, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Yes, they are. They are delusional. Uh, let's see. I think Trump was still in office. North Korea would not be testing their missiles. Russia would not invade Ukraine. The rest of the world would see Biden as a weak and pathetic fool. Uh, Eric, uh, great show this morning. Uh, on Trump, my biggest concern is that Trump will make it a revenge tour, and that can be a dangerous platform to run on. I would like to see DeSantis make a run for it. He has the momentum on his side, and it's his time to shine. Uh, Andy, Gary, two main things Trump did wrong as president, in my opinion. Spent like a drunken sailor and helped set up the current inflationary environment. It is intellectually dishonest to blame it on Biden. I would say it's not intellectually dishonest to blame it on Biden, but it may be to blame it all on Biden. Uh, declaration of a state of emergency over COVID was a mistake. Yep, I agree. Lacking a federal state of emergency, how much more limited would the overreaction of the states have been? Good question. Scott, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Where are you calling from? Cool. Well, uh, Stratford, Missouri. It's down here just east of Springfield. Uh-huh. On so, Trump? Yeah. Uh, he's not my first choice. Um, if he gets the nomination, I'd vote for him. Um, I'm kind of hoping that South Dakota governor is going to run. Uh, I've listened to her a few times, and she seems like she's got some pretty good ideas. So, um I just can't, with Trump, you know, I just can't, you know, get past the fact that he gave all that money to the Clintons back in the 90s, you know, and that's always been in the back of my mind when he when he runs. Well, you know, when you're in business, you sometimes uh, have to, you, you kind of have to sleep with the dogs. You may wake up with fleas. Uh, to Trump's, yeah. you know, in, in Trump's case... He's trying to get buildings built, and there are all kinds of union issues and environmental nonsense and uh, rules and yeah. regulations. And, and if he's seen as a friend to that political party that's in power, he might more easily be able to get his building built. I think I'd have to give him that. Uh, uh, yeah, I, you know, and I, I, I kind of understand that, I guess, but you know, I, I, that's still the voice in the back of my head. Um, as far as uh, voting. Um, I went and voted right at 10 o'clock, and there was, I think I was like 470, and there's only like 2,400 people in Stafford in the city limits. So it's kind of a small town, but there, at 10 o'clock there's, you know, uh, probably be about a quarter, about 25% of the people already voted. So That's a good uh, turnout. Yeah, yeah, and there, there are still people in line. I mean, that parking lot was almost full. You know, and, uh, good. Um, yeah. Good sign. Anyway, that um, that... Go ahead, wrap yeah, it up. I, I, 
Oh, I was going to say, I enjoy your show, and uh, uh, keep up the good work. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. That kind of turnout tells me people are angry, uh, and my guess is that uh, that would be uh, anybody who's, you know, just even cognizant a little of what's going on in the economy. Democrats don't have a lot to look forward to. Shirley, welcome. How are you? I'm fine. Gary, what a beautiful day. What a beautiful day in America. That's why Trump will run, and that's why he will win again, because he loves America. And he loves the people. He loves American people. And, uh... I love him too. I think he's just a. Uh, I see. I don't have any any the um, cell phones and all that stuff. I don't have any of that. I just have the landline, so I don't listen to any of all his talk. It just goes. If I hear it, it goes in one ear and right out the other, because I know the man that he is truly, and his beautiful family. They were gifted with so much. God bless them so much. And he wants every American, man, woman, and child, to have that great gift of having a dream and becoming what you want to be. Not to take it away from you. Keep America rolling. Keep America rolling. And that's Donald John Trump in my eyes. All right, Shirley. I may get diabetes listening, but okay. Thank you very much. Uh, this is uh, this is that time of the hour where I got to stop and take a break. Brian wants his paycheck to go through, and uh, that means we got to play these commercials. But callers, hang on the line. We're going to get back to you. Got posts coming in from GaryNolan.com, where you can send me a message, and you don't have to uh, worry about cookies or joining or signing up or giving up anything you don't want to. Just send a message. It'll come in. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. It's 10 to 11, and if you're wondering if you have, uh, if anybody won the, the big lottery ticket, we still don't know. Um, I just checked for you, and and uh, I don't know. It doesn't, it, it appears they don't know if anybody won. Uh, anyway, it's it's lousy uh, as, as an investment, I'm just saying. What is it? it what is it? What, I'm going to play some Biden audio, then I'm going to go grab some phone calls uh, and tell you some messages from GaryNolan.com. Biden, uh, on stage in New York. This year, Big Pharma lost, and the American people won. We put a cap of $2,000 a year on prescription drugs for seniors, no matter what their cost. Which means, of course, that pharmaceutical companies won't invest because they can't get the return. So, real good deal there. Two, ten, twelve, fifteen. Oops, stepping on a. There's a. It's black. Anyway. He just tripped, and I don't, I don't know what that means. What the heck was that? I have no idea. Oh, man. Uh, this guy is really, really out of touch. Uh, let's see. I don't think Trump, says Laura, did anything wrong. I voted for a businessman to fix America. I voted for someone who spoke his mind. If I was interested in a politician, I would have voted for a politician. He didn't do anything wrong. That's interesting. Uh, let's see. Lewis, uh, Trump's already too old. He'll even be older in two years, plus four more if he gets elected. Fred says, I'm a Trump supporter. However, I think it's a big mistake to marginalize Governor DeSantis. But that's Trump. I remember Rush Limbaugh commenting, uh, that's 
what the Trump presidency would look like. It was his way of dealing with fake news and the elitist. But it's still worrisome, and I don't know how many people are up for that again. I think Trump's failure was the poor choices of people he picked, i.e. Fauci. Um, I think DeSantis will act very strategically instead of being reactionary like Trump. Jim says, okay, never mind, Jim. Uh, all right, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. We do have to get out of the past. We can't keep talking about, uh, although Trump is potentially the future as well, because he is, apparently, it seems every indicator is he's going to uh, to announce that he's running again for president. But let's head down to Springfield. Michael, welcome. How are you? Hey, good morning, Gary. I voted for uh, Donald Trump twice, and I'll vote for him a third time. My only complaint about him was that he used bad judgment with his selection of cabinet members and aides in his inner circle. Because in about year two and a half, some of them started turning on him. Then you started having all these selective leaks and things like that. Now, even Jared Kushner, I, I never trusted him to begin with, but... You know, just use better. If he wins again, use better judgment about who you put on your cabinet, and and don't do, don't pick the people that everyone tells you to. Go with your gut. Well, I think Kushner was going with his gut. Yeah, but but Kushner, I don't I don't know. He 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 kind of turned on him some. But uh, well, family dinners you know, ought to be a lot of fun there. Um, all right. Yeah. <clears throat> Michael, thank right, well, you. you. have a good day, Gary. You too. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, I bet uh, family dinners there are interesting, Gary. Let's see. When I voted in August, around the same time of the day, there were a little over 100 votes cast. Uh, I'm thinking 109 for some reason. Today, I was 433 busiest I've seen it since 2020 primary. It's all good news. I'm telling you, it's all good news. Hey, Mike, how are you this morning? Fine. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about this, and if the uh, Republicans take over the House and the Senate, just for sake of talking, uh, I don't believe anyone could take the heat like old Trump did take the heat for the presidency. Because uh, if, if the Republicans win the House and the Senate, you know that come the presidential election, the Democrats are going to come out hot and heavy on whoever runs and they always, they always did that, and they did it against Ronald Reagan, and he stood up for it. I, I don't, I don't think that's a, an argument, frankly. I, uh, if the Democrats, you know, went after Ronald Reagan, he fought back, but he did it with a lot more class than Donald Trump. Well, he may have done it with more class, but uh, uh, I, you know, I mean, I like Reagan. Uh, I also like Trump. Um, but I got a feeling that if Trump gets in there again, he will probably, he's learned his lesson from the last go round. How do you know that? He, he, I think he has. When he does get in there, I believe he will clean house. Your lips to God's ears. All right, Mike, thank you. Glad yep. to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Uh, Gene, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Hey, Gary, uh, just a couple things. Uh, number one, I'm, I'm not for or against Trump. I did vote for him last time because I thought he was uh, the uh, better option of what we had. But uh, I think if we really care about our country, we can learn a, a lesson from Trump, and that is 
it's not just what you say, it's how you say it. And being intentionally divisive is never going to go well. I mean, I know people say they didn't hire a politician, but well, as soon as you enter politics, you become a politician. And Donald Trump would be in office right now if he had just stated things differently in his presidency. And that would have been a huge blessing for our country. Uh, all the people that I know in the middle, because remember, the left doesn't decide the election. The right doesn't decide the election. The middle decides the election. Right. And uh, the, the problem is a lot of college-educated friends I have are just like, man, I can't vote for this guy because of the way he treats people. Uh, if we're going to save our country, we have to become friends with the people who are not thinking correctly so that we can have a impact on their thinking. And when you alienate people and stick your finger in their eye, you're always going to lose in the end. And that's what happened to Trump the last time. I, I do believe there was cheating in the election, but he lost a huge amount of the voters in the middle he could have had. Yeah, I think that's true, too. All right, Gene, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Nancy Pelosi, I, I, I front-sold this, so let me do it before I run out of hour for listeners in uh, Springfield and Lake of the Ozarks. Nancy Pelosi is saying that uh, she is thinking about her political future uh, in light of the attack on her husband. What she's really saying is, I see a red wave coming, I'm going to be out of power, I'm going to get out of the House of Representatives. I'm not going to sit by idly and play second fiddle to the Republicans. But the attack on her husband is the perfect excuse to uh, to get out of office. That's And I think that's an admission. She sees what's coming, and she wants out. All right, I got one minute, Larry, and you're it. Welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Good morning, Gary. I just want to let you know I'm going to vote for Trump again when he gets in uh, nomination because nobody pulls his strings. He knows what he's talking about. He don't stutter. He don't slobber like this old man we got now. Uh, the man knows what he's talking about. Okay. So he got my vote. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Larry. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Ah, man. Uh, Biden really does cut a terrible picture of a president. How on earth did we end up with this guy who is literally not in command of his faculties? He can barely walk. Uh, it's just such a shame. The greatest republic in the world turned the reins of power over to a man with dementia. And most of us knew it all along. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show.